0: You know that frustrating feeling where just when you depend on something, you don't get it? Yeah, I'm looking at you, 60-40 Portfolio. Here's what matters.
1: Live from our respective coronavirus social distancing outposts, I'm Lauren Goodwin.
0: And I'm Robert Sarenbett.
1: And this is Market Matters from New York Life Investments.
0: In this podcast, we, the strategists, at New York Life Investments, we will share insights from the multi asset solutions team. What we think matters as we manage investment solutions.
1: That includes Mainstage Income Builder Fund, as well as individual solutions for our partners.
0: By sharing perspectives and engaging with you, our listeners, we can all become better investors.
1: Welcome, everybody. It's the week of April 13th, 2020, and today I am excited to say that we get to talk about something other than coronavirus. Well, sort of. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to escape it.
0: Yes. Uh, we will be looking at the sixty forty portfolio today, how it's performed during all of this coronavirus-related volatility, and what it might look like going forward.
1: The 60 40 portfolio or the balanced portfolio is a staple of long term strategic investment portfolios. It includes 60% equities and 40% investment grade bonds, and lots of investors use it. Yep. The key idea
0: here is that the stock allocation allows your portfolio to grow, outpacing inflation, and the bonds provide a diversification hedge.
1: Right. So when stocks go down, bond should go up. And when stocks trend higher, bonds should continue to pay income.
0: And this has led to some pretty positive investor outcomes over time. The portfolio has delivered about 90% of the return of the stock market, with about half of the risk of having a stock market-only investment portfolio, like if you just had 100% of your funds in the S&P 500.
1: Yeah, and that's that's pretty remarkable if you think about it. Most of the reward with half of the risk, it's also seen much lower drawdowns than if you had only stock market investments. So that's an important aspect of any portfolio because it can help bolster investor confidence and help them stay in the game even when times get tough and times are tough right now.
0: Times are certainly tough. And so far, strictly following that balanced approach hasn't been great.
1: Oh, no. How bad?
0: Well, Q1 2020, the portfolio was down more than 10 percent, and that was the worst quarter going back to 1988.
1: Right. And you're talking about just a, a, a you know hypothetical 60-40 portfolio, right? And and that makes sense that it would be down because Q1 was pretty bad all along, right? Equities were down 20 percent for the quarter.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. That was a balanced portfolio of just an index, which you you can't invest in those. You have to invest in funds. But the balanced portfolio held up relatively well than the equity market uh, did with, with about half of the drawdown. But what's more concerning than the sharper than normal equity correction was that the diversification benefit, what you were talking about earlier, has been less good. That correlation, which is the measure of how two assets move together has been less negative than it normally is. So when stocks go down, who knows what bonds are going to do?
1: Well, that makes sense, though, right? Because the last several years have seen the components of a traditional 60-40 portfolio change. So, for example, with bond yields at all-time lows and interest rates in the broader economy being effectively zero, there's not a whole lot of space for uh, to, to buffer equity drawdown. So if you think about uh, bonds, uh, bond prices uh, go up as yields go down. Like bond prices can't go up a, ho- a whole lot more, right? That's why uh, experts are saying you need to have a broader investment approach and think about long-term sustainable investment growth in a different way.
0: Yes. The experts have pointed out this interest rate dynamic being really important for a lot of reasons and what you're pointing out is that the diversification benefits look less pronounced which is exactly right over the last year and a half bonds and equities have been more correlated and sometimes they've even moved similar to one and one another um than they ha- and and that's that's a, a very big difference than what we have experienced as investors over the last 3 to 4 decades where equities would fall and yields would tank by like 15 to 20 basis points or or bonds would go up in price. But what we've seen as a rally in equities, corresponding bonds, particularly U.S. Treasuries, they haven't rallied that much. They've stayed pretty low.
1: Oh, that's tricky. So when equity prices declined, Or when they do decline, bond prices would need to rally even higher. But since bond valuations are already high or yields low, like we were talking about, then there's less room for that. So, like, that diversification isn't going to work the same way.
0: Yes. And looking at a portfolio on a weekly or monthly basis, the traditional asset mix will get less help over time from bonds when the times get tough, barring, you know, a move into negative yields like we have in Europe, which a, is a conversation for another time and could create a whole other set of issues. But bonds aren't aren't completely losing their role as a cushion against equity losses, but they just won't benefit in the same way that they used to. So investors might have to get more creative.
1: So over longer periods of time, the correlation or hedging power of bonds has held up pretty well, I think. But That said, the broader allocation of assets to achieve long-term growth uh, with a reasonable level of risk has has merit.
0: Exactly, and we've recently done some research that showed real historical promise of adding non-traditional fixed income assets to a portfolio. If funded mostly from the equity sleeve, these fixed income assets like high yield helps provide a diversified source of return for a portfolio. So other financial tools other than just investments strictly may become increasingly important for an investor to help meet their long-term goals.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I think that's a that's a really important point about the fact that there are more tools than just investments to help investors meet long-term goals. So I assume you're talking about insurance products, for example, or maybe other structured solutions. But if we right to the investment portfolio itself... It's also important to remember that it requires rebalancing from time to time. I mean, just because it's a good long-term tool doesn't mean you can set it and forget it. And I think um, that there are times when we talk to clients or investors that they think, oh, you know, 60-40, like, it just sits there. But if equity prices move up a bunch, then your portfolio would have changed.
0: Right. That's an awesome point, especially given what we were talking about with bonds earlier, where the prices of bonds haven't been moving as much, after a significant decline in equities, and a slight increase in the price of bonds, your portfolio is going to be very out of balance. For example, if someone started this year, started 2020 with a 60-40 stock bond allocation, by the end of the quarter, that person actually only had 53% of their money invested in stocks and 46% of their money invested in bonds just due to the change in price.
1: That's crazy. That's actually a pretty huge move for only a quarter. So I think that's um that's really important because if you don't rebalance when you have a, a a a shift like that, then you then you don't have the portfolio that you thought you had. And you want to take advantage of a recovery in equity prices, right? If that's what you think will happen. So you so you'd want to rebalance.
0: Exactly. Okay, that was fun. But these days everything has to come back to COVID. When things are uncertain as they are now. Investors must stick to a roadmap, a set of rules, or a playbook to navigate uncertainty.
1: So, for a very brief portfolio pause today, we'll talk about essentially it's just important not to be a risk hero in a in a time like this. Uh, the 60/40 portfolio has long been a reasonable strategic allocation for many investors, and it still is. Like we just talked about some of the, the changes in prices generally and, and what it might mean looking forward. Um, but information about the future is really imperfect. And so you don't want to stray too far from good investment behaviors, especially when volatility is high and, and makes errors a lot more costly.
0: Yes. And and one thing that we are thinking about in terms of errors is when it comes to selection. Uh, at the individual stock and bond level, we firmly believe that investors want to be selecting securities. This isn't a time to be buying anything and everything. For example, we like quality companies that are at a discount with good corporate management teams and proven business models. These companies may be able to weather the ongoing storm and be in a better position to take advantage of any recovery when it does eventually come around. That's it for today. Coming up this week... It's definitely more COVID. But there's a twist. It's earnings season.
1: Yes, now we get a chance to see how COVID has impacted actual businesses.
0: Spoiler alert, it's not going to be great.
1: Yeah, I think there's a just a lot of unknowns, a lack of information that's not going to be comforting for people. and. You know, a lot of things are going to be swept under the rug. I think basically our takeaway for earnings season is that, you know, it's not going to give us a whole lot of information. And I think that um, it's unlikely to impact markets a whole lot just because we know that, you know, Q1 was only impacted, you know, 15% or so um, of the time of Q1 was impacted by COVID. So it doesn't give us a ton of information. Um, you know, we'll be looking at company guidance still, but nobody knows what the future is going to look like
0: no one knows what the future is going to look like. We'll be back next week for more Market Matters.
1: Let us know what matters to you.
0: If you have a question or a topic of interest, hit us up on social media.
1: That's right. You can send us your questions or highlight what matters to you by finding us on LinkedIn. You can also follow our views at nylinvestments.com slash blog. Until then, I'm Lauren Goodwin.
0: And I'm Robert Sarenbetz. We look forward to hearing from
1: you.
2: Our podcast is produced by Milo Benamonts, and our music was composed by the fabulous Zach Young. I will now read our disclosures from compliance. For more information about mainstay funds, call 1-800-624-6782 for a prospectus or summary prospectus. Investors are asked to consider the investment objectives, risks, and charges and expenses of the investment carefully before investing. The prospectus or summary prospectus contains this and other information about the investment company. Please read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing. There's no assurance that the investment objectives will be met. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, which will vary. All investments are subject to market risk and will fluctuate in value. This material represents an assessment of the market environment as of a specific date. It is subject to change and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information should not be relied upon by the reader as research or investment advice regarding the funds or any issuer or security in particular. The strategies discussed are strictly for illustrative and educational purposes and are not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any securities or to adopt any investment strategy. There is no guarantee that any strategies discussed will be effective. This material contains general information only and does not take into account an individual's financial circumstances. This information should not be relied upon as a primary basis for an investment decision. Rather, an assessment should be made as to whether the information is appropriate in individual circumstances, and consideration should be given to talking to a financial advisor before making an investment decision. New York Life Investments is a service mark and name under which New York Life Investment Management LLC does business. New York Life Investments is an indirect subsidiary of New York Life Insurance Company, New York, New York 10010, and provides investment advisory services and products. New York Life Distributors LLC is located at 30 Hudson Street, Jersey City, New Jersey, 07302. New York Life Distributors LLC is a member of FINRA SIPC.